Hello, and welcome to the Trail Manners Podcast. I'm your host, Eric Manning, coming to you from the beautiful trails in Ogden, Utah, but connecting you to wherever trail, ultra, and mountain running takes us. We'll bring trail running to life with amazing athletes, discuss the latest topics, epic journeys, and get you stoked for your next trail adventure. We're sharing the moments that make life special, because even a rough day on the trail beats a good day indoors, and nothing beats time spent with good friends and great stories. Catch us here weekly for your dose of dirt, hurt, and good vibes. So now, it's time to top off your water, grab some cheese curds, and join us for this week's podcast, where we take you deep into the heart of our sport. It's go time. Hello and welcome to episode number 143 of the Trail Manners Podcast. I am your host, Eric Manning, and today is our special Christmas gift episode. The Trail Manners Podcast is produced every week for your enjoyment, and show notes are found at trailmanners.com. Come back often, and please feel free to add the podcast to your favorite RSS feed or iTunes. You can also follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Trail Manners. If you're so inclined, Trail Manners would really appreciate any contributions via our Patreon account at patreon.com backslash trailmanners. All links are in the show notes. Now let's get after it. All right, welcome to the annual Christmas gift episode. I think this is number five for this show, five years in a row. There is a guest host, friend of the show to the day. I'm happy to bring on. We did have one that could not make it due to some weather conditions where they live. Uh, I've got one in-house, and we'll get to them. Uh, we also had a uh, female guest, so we could kind of hit everything. Um, so we will try and do a supplemental show um, for the ladies. So I apologize, last-minute schedule thing. So we're going to move forward with this one, which is okay. Um, we still have a lot of stuff to talk about, and then we're going to work on that uh, one for all the wonderful ladies out there that uh, want to listen to the show. Uh, our guest today is in-house. He's no stranger to the Trail Manners podcast. He's um, graciously accepted to come on. We have Mr. Preston Wood. I'm happy to be back. You happy to be here? Yeah, a little nervous to put some opinions out there for people with this gear stuff, but I'm excited. Long got, as... got a lot of hot takes ready to roll. I'm ready for them because it's something new. Because mine, what I've found is my list doesn't change a whole lot from year to year. Because I've gone through and looked. I'm like, yeah, I still like that. I still like that. No one's knocking my socks off with something through the roof. So, But at the end of the show, we're going to talk to the guests a little bit and leave a thing saying, hey, what do you have for us? What am I missing? What's Preston missing? What do we need in our lives? So uh, as I mentioned before, we did have a, uh, a fantastic female runner that was going to call in to be a part of the show um, but had some issues being on. So I apologize. I'm not going to say who that is. In case we can't get them, we'll still try uh, to bring somebody on. Um, but first off, let's let's do a little thing, and this isn't part of the show, but Preston, you were at the Western States Lottery for a little bit. Yeah, I was. Unfortunately, I, I went out for the Pac-12 football championship game out to Central California in the Bay Area, and I convinced my family and wife that we were going to stay in Auburn on Friday night, well, Thursday night and Friday night, so Thursday night I, I woke up, or sorry, Thursday night we stayed in Auburn. Woke up early, ran from Greengate to the finish line, which is about 20 miles yeah. uh, on the course. Had a great time. Uh, it was kind of weird being out there with no people. <laughs> there was no. I, I saw one person all day. Really? It was kind of crazy. 
uh, and then went to the football game. Utah got crushed, unfortunately for me. Unfortunately uh, for the Duck fans and everybody else that dislikes Utah, I guess. <laughs> and then uh, came back, slept, and then woke up, and I went to an hour of the lottery on Saturday morning yesterday. Now, were you in the lottery? Uh, yeah, I was in the lottery. So I think I need to say I, I'm sorry that we didn't do this show first because if people listen to the podcast over the years, we have what we like to call the Trail Manners Mojo. We've had guests on the show before lotteries, and I'm not kidding you, they get in. We've had Jeff Hart with Hard Rock. We've had you, yeah, I believe, as well. Um, and there's a f- countless other people. We've recorded three shows on our relaunch to start year five. Myself, I didn't put in. No. Megan Martinez, who didn't put in. And a guy named Turtle Miller, who put in and got drawn and for Western I States. was there when his name got drawn, and I, I said, yeah, Turtle. And people thought that maybe I was him. They kind of didn't know what to do. <laughs> they were so, like, okay, what's yeah, going on? So it was it was pretty fun to be there, though. It, it's nuts. The whole, the whole hype around Western is definitely real, but uh, that might be for some people, not for some people, but yeah. I love it. Yeah. Uh, Diana Fitzpatrick, who's the new president of the race organization, is awesome. I got to run with her. For about 10 miles when I ran Western a couple years ago, and, and she's great. She was the first female over 60 to run under 24 hours. Wow. And now she's the president of it. So there, it, it's just a cool race. So it was fun to be at the lottery. Yeah, and there wasn't a ton of names that, um, that I recognized. I mean, there's some of the, you know, obvious, the, the big names, but there was, uh, I think, two from Utah, if I remember, someone said. Yeah, I I think well there was three so okay. Cody Draper okay. kind of a, oh, a local right. yep, that's local right. fast runner here from Cache Valley and Turtle and then there was a guy from here in South Ogden that said uh, named Tyler Hall and I don't know Tyler uh, but he's been he'd been putting in for five years so he's been doing it for I thought a while. There was someone else in Salt Lake that got in so maybe there, it was way there off. was there was somebody from South Jordan as well I I don't remember the name okay. but yeah well, then there were that uh-huh. many. But uh, congratulations to Turtle, and you owe me some money because my mojo worked for you, buddy. So, And since we have a Christmas episode, I have a Merry Christmas, Happy New Year special edition beer from Anchor Brewing that I'll be sipping on during the show, and it's 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 a good beer. So, All right, well, we're going to get right into it. So we have not compared lists. We have not talked. I gave Preston some categories so he kind of knows what we're going to do. And we're going we're gonna to start off with shoes. So my list is never long because I, I struggle with finding proper shoes. Um, for those that know me, I've been uh, milking my Pearl Izumi shoes for the past few years. When they decided to quit making running gear, I bought a bunch of the Pearl Izumi Trail N2 V3, size 11.5 for all you out there. And I still, every once in a while, I'll look online to see if I can scrum some up. And, of course, I can't. So I've got three pair left in a box, and I'm... I think they're going to bust out in 2020, though, because there's a lot of things going on. But I'm always interested to hear other people's opinions. I've tried so many. There's a couple this year I'm going to try, and some are already out, some are not out. But I'm going to let you lead off this Christmas gift show with shoes. So what's uh, what's a sh- how many shoes you got on your list? All right, so this is, this is a lot of pressure leading off. Uh, <laughs> anybody who knows me knows that I'm very opinionated on my, on my shoe choices, okay. and I, I really like a particular brand. Okay. Uh, I'm a big Hoka guy. Okay. Uh, never thought I would be when I was a roadrunner. I kind of made fun of Hokas. And then as That's I kind of. easy to do when they is. first came yeah, out, too, though. That original Bondi was, <laughs> it was pretty thick. It was Napoleon <laughs> Dynamite moon boots is yeah, what they looked they were, like. Yeah, they were huge and a little goofy. They, they still are huge, uh, pretty thick shoes, thick boys, if you will. But uh, they, 
they're they're my go-to. And so I, I kind of broke it down into a few different things, uh, the shoes that I've enjoyed the most this year. Um, so first, uh, this time of year, unfortunately, with the weather we've been having, it's been slushy. Mm-hmm. It's been bad on the dirt. I've been doing some road running. And so I, I've got this great road shoe that I, I've just loved. It's the Hoka Rincon, um, and it retails at $114 at your local running shop. That's pretty good uh, for a running shoe. Yeah, it is. And and it reminds me a lot of like the Hoka Hawaka, uh, for all you Hoka fanatics out there. Um, except it's a, a little bit, a little bit softer even, and it, it's not a zero drop like the Hawaka was. I think it's a four mil drop, heel to toe, um, and it's just real soft, real light, uh, really light compared to the trail shoes I've been wearing. Um, and it's been awesome. I've had it for about a month, probably put well over 100 miles on it, and I already ordered another pair. Uh, it's been great. So the Hoka Rincon is my first uh, shoe, and that's my that's my road shoe. It's been what I've been having to run in quite a bit lately. Well, I should have prefaced this, and so um, we should start the show over because we're starting a, a Christmas gift episode with a shoe, a road shoe. If Joel was sitting next to us, he might have slapped you already. <laughs> well, Luckily, I'm not so it. aggressive um, because uh, of it. And I understand people need to train on roads. I actually went on the pathway for the first time a couple weeks ago, which is very rare. Well, it's never happened, pretty much. Um, so I get it. But we'll, we'll let this slide, and we'll okay. go to your next shoe. All right. Well, just know that's the only road piece of equipment that I have on my whole list. So I got it out of the way early. Okay, we're good, then. We're okay. good. We can Every- actually keep recording, and we'll Everything release else, this show. Trust me, I, I ran a few miles this year, and not many of them have been on the road okay. until All recently. Right. We'll, we'll let that slide. Uh, but so my go-to trail shoe of the year, uh, this one's going to break the bank a little bit, folks. Um, it's the Hoka Evo Speed Goat. Okay. It is. Now is the, that the three version? Well, so the 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 bottom, the tread, the cushion is the three. Okay. The upper is the Evo okay. Mafate kind of upper. It's more flexible, just a better fit. It's actually the shoe that Wamsley and Hazen both wore at Western. They they did it as a kind of a tester. Um, it's really light, so it's the Speed Goat, same traction, same feel as the Speed Goat, uh, as the Speed Goat three, which is my other shoe. Uh, as far as the trails go, um, and it is awesome for racing. So I wore this shoe uh, this year at the Skyline Marathon, where I had a really good day, the Bear 100, where I had a really good day, and the Antelope 50K, uh, and it it was flawless. Didn't have to change shoes, didn't have to do anything. Um, like I said, super lightweight. It drains really well when it gets wet, uh, so you don't just feel like you're sloshing in your socks the whole time. What's the drop on that? Do you know? So it's a four mil drop, okay. just like the Speed Goat. That's right in the um, zone. But it's a little steep in the price point. It's 159.95 okay. retail, yeah, uh, yeah. and you can't find it anywhere unless you know somebody for cheaper than that. Uh, but it, it's pretty dang durable. Uh, well over 300 miles in the pair that I have right now. Uh, the previous pair was about 350 before I just got a new pair. So it's a little over 50 cents a mile. Yeah, 50 cents. Right in there. That's what we're looking at. 50 there we cents go. a 50 mile. 50 cents a mile if you look at it like that. But it's been awesome. Um, it's for you Speed Goat fanatics. It's a Speed Goat but lighter and just a lot more responsive. So that's been my go-to shoe to finish out the year. And I don't see myself racing in anything but that shoe. Uh, for the foreseeable future. Now, so is that a shoe that's moving forward? Because the reason I bring that up is one of the shoes on my list I haven't had a chance to try that I want to is the Speed Goat 4. Um, because I know the 3 for me, I, I've never been able to use a Speed Goat. 
because it just seemed too narrow, messed with my arch. For whatever reason, the arch on the shoe and yeah. my arch didn't mesh. Um, the three was probably closer, um, but then everybody said, oh, the four, you'll like the four. And I know they've had some demo runs I haven't been able to make it out to. Um, but I'm nervous to buy a shoe without testing them out. Yeah. And I, so I'm kind of curious on the four. And yeah, I like I, the four comes in a red, I think. And I've been able to wear the Speed Goat twos and threes. Obviously, the first model was kind of terrible for yeah, everybody. Yeah, super narrow. Except and, for Carl, probably. Yeah. Uh, but the, the twos and threes I've really liked. I haven't put on the fours. They're claiming that it's wider than the threes out of the box. But then I know they are going to release a wide version. Okay. Uh, after the first of the year. A four. So a specific speed goat four wide. And I don't have a wide foot. It's just the arch on those things for whatever reason. Sit. I don't know if it lines up or it's a higher arch. I mean, I don't know the schematics of that shoe because I, I try it on. And I'm like, yep, not going to work. I can tell right away. Um, so I'm, that's one on my list to try. It and I, I would like to try it as well. I, I can't vouch for it because I haven't put it on my foot. But if you see any Speed Goat 3s right now, they, they were a good shoe. That's what I did most of my training in all summer until the, the Evo Speed Goat came out. And then I did some more training in that and then raced in that. Gotcha. And is that the 3 you have on there? Uh well, I actually put the four on that I'd like to try it. Okay. So I'll let you talk. Is that like one sixty? Well, I don't have stuff. So on. it's, it's like one sixty five. One hundred and forty five. One hundred forty five for okay. the Speed Goat four. Uh, I I picked up another pair of threes a couple weeks ago uh, for like one hundred and ten dollars because gotcha. they're on sale. And my but my size is hard to find. I, I wear a size thirteen. So okay. Uh, sometimes my prices don't get discounted as much as some of the. Because there's not yeah, as many. Not as many. <laughs> there's like yeah. two left. That's yeah. three hundred dollars for you, Preston. <laughs> exactly. Well, now, so you don't wear, um, and I bring this up because it seems like I see in stuff, you don't wear Solomon? Um, I, I mix it in. When I do some more scrambling kind of stuff, I'll wear like a Solomon Sense Ride okay. uh, just because it's a little lighter, a little easier to, to get your foot in a tight spot than a Hoka. Okay. Um, that's about the only time that I wear a Solomon. How uh, long did it take you to get used to running in a Hoka? Just because I've tried them on, and it just took me a minute because of the stack. Yeah, it, it's kind of hard to say because I pretty much wore hokas from the get on okay. trails. All right. So that was kind of uh, what you knew. But it was weird going from like – because I wore like Brooks a ton when I was road running mostly and thought they were the best shoe ever, and they were a good shoe, really good shoe. Uh, but so I guess because I when I went to trail, the first pair of shoes I bought was a, a pair of hokas. I think it was like the, the ATR, the Challenger ATR, okay. like the one or two, and – so I, I've known nothing with the stack height. I do have friends when they switch over, all they do is say that they feel like they're walking on stilts. Yeah. They feel like they're going to fall out of them. That's what made me. I had a yeah. pair. I don't remember what year I bought a pair, and I regretted it because I used them for five miles and knew they weren't going to work, and I couldn't take them back. Yeah. So it was out like 140 bucks. And there's, you can't really test that on a treadmill. <laughs> no. That's the hard part. Well, it was almost like, too, like some of our trails, even like the Bonneville Shoreline, it's not super technical, but there's some rock spots where you've got to put your foot right. In a normal shoe, I can kind of place my foot properly, but I knew with the Hoka, it would never fit. It was like just a weird, I couldn't put it between the rocks, so I had yeah. to watch how I stepped a little bit more, which isn't a bad thing, but it almost made me have to feel like I'm changing how I run yeah, a little I, bit. And I think where they put the V-Room soles on just about everything now that's trail for Hoka, you can just kind of sit on top of the rocks with pretty good grip, yeah. pretty effectively. But I like that Challenger pair that I had, was pretty slick, you know, okay. and it, I had similar problems. I just didn't know there was anything different. Different out there. Yeah. So so my shoes are pretty simple. I'm a simple dude, and I've already got my shoes, and I've, I've got a lot in my closet, and I've been buying different shoes and trying them, and they're just not working for me. And before, you know, we keep going, we'll probably bring this up again, but these are purely, folks, opinion-based. I mean, you need to talk a shoe, 
it's so like what works for you because you know there's some people that are zero you know zero drop there's some people that solomon's got the 10 they got i call them the high heels you know like 10 plus drop that i can't even put on to walk down the stairs in um i'm more you know before i do anything mine are four to six that's my sweet spot and i can tell and people have said to me it's millimeters how can you tell i'm like i can you can tell right i think when you do it enough you you can tell a little bit more than definitely especially when you jump in and i love solomon i've got some solomon shoes that i wear um it's hard to run in for me just because i can tell a difference and i Mm -hmm. just don't feel as comfortable on them Um, but my first one still and it's always going to be until the day i die in case i can find them at some point somewhere sometime is the pearl izumi trail n2 v3 so if you see any out there in 11 and a half you get a finder's fee I don't know what that is yet. You get to call it, all right? But you get a finder's fee for an 11 and a half men's Pearl Izumi Trail N2, like Nancy, V3, like victory. Um, that's my one. The one I'm bit getting ready to take out on the trail, but I'm waiting because I don't want it to be a mushy. I want to try it on like a yeah. drier trail. I've been wearing the Brooks Caldera 3. Okay. And it's super comfortable. I've heard good things about it. It's a, it's a 4 mil drop. Ring brings in at 140. The 4 is about ready to release, and I, you can't find a lot of information on the 4. I found a guy that posted a photo from Europe. I guess it's launching there first. Um, and not to say it's – I don't even know the specs, the details, but everybody's like, it's better. Well, I like, the three feels good. I walk in it. I've worked in it. Um, I've gone on the, you know, walk my dog with it. Kind of jogged in it a little bit. Yeah. But I'm really excited to get it out on the trail. It's a good looking shoe. They have different colors, but that's the one I'm probably leaning more towards as maybe a gift to myself. Um, I still can't find a release date on the four. I've looked. I just can't find it. I know it's out there. Um, so that's that's kind of that's that's my two spots. And then I go back to the the new Speed Goat um, just because. I don't know. I need to find something new, and I just yeah. can't find anything new. And I've got some New Balance. I've got some Ultras. I've got some – I mean, I've got a, a shelf of stuff that I wear once or twice. I'm like, dang it. You know, like I got the Hoka. Oh, my gosh. Joel turned me on to him, and I can't wear it running. I, I notice more and more it just doesn't fit very good. Yeah. I wear it to work, and I can't remember which one it is. Um, I couldn't even tell you the colors. I know it's blue and orange. Um, I can't, is it a Clifton or no, it's not like the, the, it's like a lighter one, I guess. That's supposed to be faster, which doesn't make sense for me or something. I don't know. It's a trail shoe. I can't think of it. Um, because I just don't wear it on the trail and I I thought I was going to be able to. And now I, the more I wear it, the more like, this is, it's too sloppy for me. Yeah. I just, I like my foot to be in there. And that's, that's why I struggle a little bit with the ultra. I like ultra shoes. Um, I wear them, but I struggle just because I don't like the wide toe box. I know yeah. people say it's natural, blah, 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 blah. I just feel a little sloppier, right? Yeah. Coming downhill, I don't feel like I can really, you know, get a good grip. It makes me a little nervous. And I'm sure if you get running with them more, it uh, it clears. Because I used to run in the Olympus for like a couple of years ago. I ran that primarily all year long. And, you know... El Vaquero and a bunch of races, and I never had a problem with it, yeah. but I just I just feel more comfortable when my toes, not necessarily like a Nike for me, where my toes are like overlapping yeah. on each other, like yeah. I'm crossing my toes, but I think that's it. That's my my thing with shoes. Um, I'm looking, though, so that's why I like people. I'm a, I'm a four to six mil drop, um, so I just need some help. That's all it is. I need some help finding some shoes, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to venture out with the Hoka Speed Goat 4. I'll give it a shot. Um, a try, I should say. Yeah, and I've I've heard great things about the Brooks Caldera. One of my main training buddies, Shane Martin, uh, he'll mix in the the Caldera 
and he he really thinks it's a great shoe as well. Yeah, I've liked it, but I haven't run in it, so that's really yeah. hard to say. I think, but but knowing my other shoes, like what I'll do is I'll wear my Perlazumis to try shoes on, and yeah. I'll wear one and I'll throw another one on. I'm like, see how, see how the close they are. Yeah, you know, something that I've done too is there's lots of people that do shoe reviews out there that know way more about shoes than I do, and I've kind of found the few people that have what I think is probably a similar preference as i do yeah and i just kind of look and say okay well so and so uh when they say that they like a shoe i generally like that shoe gotcha so that's something that i've kind of done is like oh hey when they say that that shoe's a good shoe it's been a good shoe for me well and and we've done shoe reviews i have personally um the problem i have with gear and especially shoe reviews especially i'm not a tech guy yeah i don't care 90 percent of the time about 80 percent of what goes on with a shoe yeah I want to know if it's going to fit me. I want to know if it's going to feel comfortable, and I want to know the drop. When I was, uh, like I said, when I was with the Pearl Izumi group for years, I worked, I was good friends with Mike who developed the shoes, and so he knew the lingo to talk to me. But yeah. he also knew the lingo to talk to a Timothy Olson and a Scott Jaime mm-hmm. and those guys because they were looking for different things. And he was like, Eric, here, I think you're going to like this one. He goes, it's this, 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 and that's what I liked. So I struggle with shoe reviews. I don't. Ounces don't really bother me. Yeah. I think, you know, people like, oh, man, I love it. Like a 9.5-ounce shoe. <laughs> that one was 11. I'm like, that's an ounce and a half? Just, like, yeah. shave your legs. You just lost an ounce and a half. You know what I mean? Or if I'm I'm a, big, a bigger guy. Just don't eat that breakfast right? burrito. So that's where I struggle yeah. with it. And I, can, no, you, I... You can, and I think you can tell when you're going from, like, a flip-flop to a, you know, a Doc Martin. Yeah. You're right? I mean, I can tell that. But when you're talking like two ounces, I struggle because it's like, hey, what if they get wet? What if your socks are thicker? Yeah. I just don't understand as much. And I know it's a big deal and I know yeah. people respect it and I get it and I'm not bad mouthing it. But when someone says to me, I'm more of a nine ounce, that one came in at 10.5. I'm like, whoa, you know, like trim your toenails, right? <laughs> You'll drop that like that, man. So, get a haircut. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Something down there. So. Um, all right, let's move on. Okay. So people, again, all these categories, just post on the Facebook um, when it launches. Um, yeah, that would be awesome. Next one, we're going to talk some apparel. When I talk apparel, if you are, if you know me and from years past, I am a jacket person. I love jackets. I don't care if I need them. I don't care if it's the same jacket three ways, if it's a different color. I've got so many. So we're going to start with jackets. I'm going to lead this one off and then... Uh, First, I'm starting off. There's some ones that I just I'm a standby to. Um, there, I have probably two jackets right now that I primarily stay with. Today was was uh, snowy, probably in the 30s, and I can still get away with certain things because I layer. My number one, and I know it's every. Nah, I shouldn't say that. It gets a lot of hype, and people like it. The Pat- Patagonia Houdini. It's 99 bucks. You can stick it in a pocket. Super easy. Um, it's like 3.7 ounces. It's, it's uh, I don't know, water repellent, yeah. right? It's not going to keep you dry. Although I've had people say it, it does pretty well. But they just launched the camo color. Uh-oh. And I bought it because yeah. that's me. Because you're going to go hunting. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Like yeah. turkeys. Uh-huh. Yeah, I take yeah. my little rubber band gun in my pocket <laughs> and go after them. It's the thick rubber bands because i got to knock them out first. But I've got, if my closet, I'm on, I can almost see it from where I'm sitting, but I've got four Houdinis, and that's because three I took back to get Patagonia cash, because I'll take stuff back. Oh, really? Like minimal money, right? But I love the Houdini. It's packable. I like the hood. Um, It's it's just, it's like a safety jacket for me, right? I mean, I can take it anywhere just in case, because, you know, where we live, you never know what's going to hit half the time. 
But the other jacket that I've talked about before, it says it's 3.7, which is the same weight, but I know this has changed a little bit, is the Patagonia Airshed Pullover. Okay. little different material. Um, I think it breathes a little bit better than the Houdini, and it to me it'll keep me a little bit warmer. So, you know, Houdini's more of a just-in-case windbreaker. The Airshed Pullover, it's a 119, and they say it's 3.7. It's a nylon ripstop. It's super stretchy, like a four-way stretch almost, okay. so I really like that about it. Um, and it's packable. I don't think it's it's quite – I mean, it's close. You can probably barely tell, but I can stick it in, and we'll get to the shorts, but I can stick it in a short pocket yeah. super easy and not even okay. worry about it. So really, those are my two jackets. I don't go with really big jackets. I just don't have a need for them. I've got, a, I've got like five or six rain jackets, yeah. you know, Solomon, Arcteryx, Patagonius, uh, Pearl Izumi. So I've got the rain side down, and they're different weights. And today I wore a Solomon rain jacket. Yeah. Um, just because I haven't wore it yet, because I bought it like a year ago. Still haven't wore it. And it worked, because it was kind of slushy this morning. Was it a Bonatti? Is that what it was? Or? <sighs> it might have been. Yeah. I don't, know. I don't know. It's hard to keep all the names straight. Especially when you see how many jackets I have. Yeah. I struggle with naming. I mean, I have two daughters. I struggle with their names sometimes, <laughs> you know. So I think jackets make it even worse. They so. definitely do. So those are my two jackets. Um, and again, I'm a, I overheat quick. I don't like to wear a lot. Um, I still am in shorts. I haven't wore pants once this year, and I've been running a lot more. So same with the top. I can put on a short sleeve and a Houdini and be good in 30 degrees. Yeah. Right? So I'm going to turn it over to you now, Preston, on your jacket side. So this is a category that I have a lot of different jackets, and and I'm I'm really not happy with any of them. Uh-oh. And, and it's hard because I'm also a bigger guy, mm-hmm. uh, and I sweat a lot and I've all, I'm always in search of that rain jacket that's water repellent and breathable, breathable. Yep. because I feel like I'm putting a garbage bag on. Mm-hmm. Uh, if I, if it's, if it's not 30 degrees or less and raining, which doesn't happen, right? Yep. So if it's not snowing, eh, I'm going to overheat in just about any waterproof jacket that I've tried. But so I kind of I put some feelers out with with some friends that I trust on this one, and all of them said, and it's kind of funny. Uh, I've got this on my list. It was your first one, the, the Houdini yeah. from Patagonia. I, I don't have one. Uh, I know that and they really all, breaks my they, heart. They all made fun of me for not having of one. Of course they would, because uh, it was the number one go to. Like, hey, this is a, a great all-purpose jacket. It's all you really need. And I think I just need to get over the fact that I'm not going to find a waterproof jacket affordably. That, for that for, for super light for, that's super light mm-hmm. um so again on here full disclosure i can't i can't vouch for it but eric can and every one of my other friends can <laughs> that the patagonia houdini is your most it's probably your best bang for your buck at 99 dollars. and folks yeah. preston's got a lot of friends i do have a lot of <laughs> friends like five or six all the bros yeah i mean there's there's like six friends there that I reached out to with gear stuff. I didn't even reach out. I, pr- I probably have like eight friends. I think that's a lot eight. deeper than you think. <laughs> but no, it's it, it was hard to get to get good feedback from from myself because I, I just like I have a Bonatti. That's why I mm-hmm. asked you. Yeah, and it's a great jacket. Like I wore it here today. Yeah, but it's a great wear around jacket for me because if I run a mile in it, I'm drenched in the inside. In the inside. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's keeping the rain out, but yeah. I'm I'm sweating like crazy. Yeah, salt water on the inside and yeah, and other water on the outside. A couple expensive options that I haven't tried, but there's a couple new jackets out from some of the name brands. That one, I I have a friend that got it for a lot cheaper than this. 
but it's the new Solemn S Lab Motion Fit. It's their Shake Dry Jacket. Oh, I've actually tried that on. And how does it fit? Awesome. Yeah, it's awesome. And, and he said it's, it's awesome, but it's three hundred and sixty dollars. That's what I was gonna say. It's yeah. awesome until I looked at. <laughs> I know. I, I tried it on. I'm like, I want this. I looked at the price tag. Yeah. I'm like, mm, that's and not the, gonna happen. The issue with this jacket, full disclosure, is that Shake Dry technology. It, it's it's uh it's likely to rip if you catch it on like some scrub oak it's going to rip so you have to run in open trails with it or else you're going to just jack up your 350 dollars jacket that would make you sad that would make you pissed off yeah. but from all accounts it actually works it's breathable and it repels the water it's awesome yeah it looks it looks really nice yeah like i said i tried it's got a great fit and then the north face is coming out with a new jacket too um, similar kind of technology. It's called the the Flight Future Light jacket, um, but it's two hundred and eighty dollars. Yep. Uh, so I think what I've realized is that I'm just never going to have one of those jackets, <laughs> uh, and I'm just going to have a Houdini and I'm going to layer. Yeah. Because that's all that I need. Because I do stay pretty warm. Yeah. Uh, I, I I guess the the Bonatti would do the trick if I was you know in a death march at a hundred miler and just had to walk and yeah. wasn't really working very hard because I was dead. It'd probably keep me dry and and safe. Yeah. So so there you have it. Super detailed jacket. No, that's review. good. And it's, so it's just hard for me because I sweat so much. And I and like I said, I've got a ton of jacket. I have way more. And I bought another one last week. I don't know why. It's a little heavier because I thought oh, it might get cold this winter. But then I thought, oh, but I don't. So I bought it. And yeah. Yeah. I may not. I might donate it at some point. So yeah. I just wasted money. But another jacket. Now that you bring it up, that I've been looking at, heard great things on. And again, I think it comes in closer to the 250 plus range. Uh, Raid Light has a rain jacket that's yeah. super duper light. And, um, you know, our friend Trevor uh, Fuchs runs for them. Uh, Scott Jaime is the one that we were talking about yeah. it. But it's just, again, the price. And so for me, there's a need for it, but how much am I going to wear it to, to get the price? Yeah. Right? So. I'm okay with spending 100 bucks on a Houdini because, mm-hmm. like I said, I've got colors. i got the orange, which is my favorite. i got a black in case I'm feeling just kind of I need to match, right? Yeah. Orange if I want to stand out like if I'm a deer hunter. Yeah. And I got the new camo because it just it's it just it it screams sexy. Yeah, right? it does for sure. You can pull it off. And then, sorry, I almost missed one. This was a total suggestion from a friend. Um, so it's it's on the more affordable version, more affordable end, and he says that it is water resistant and it's it breathes. Mm-hmm. Haven't tried it yet, but it's the outdoor retailer Helium Two jacket. Outdoor research. Outdoor research. Yeah. Sorry. Yep. Yeah. I've know, OR, I know this jacket. The OR Helium Two jacket, and he said that bang for your buck if you're looking for waterproof and you don't want to wear a Houdini, because he said Houdini, um, that this is his go-to. So the OR Helium Two jacket, ninety-five dollars and forty cents. <sighs> And I've got the new Houdini, the Air, which is a little bit heavier than the Houdini, and I'm waiting for the right time. I could have took it out today, I think. It's supposed to be a little more waterproof, but I think at the end of the day, I've got three waterproof jackets that are not waterproof. Yeah. So that's the other scary thing when you're dropping that money. Yeah, it is. And so I think you just got to realize that layers that are going to be your friend most of the time in a Houdini, I mean, you can fit it in your pocket. And I thought about it this morning because I was running this morning and it, it rained and then snowed and I was up on 22nd, the Bonneville shoreline. It's going out to Antelope Island. I thought, man, let's not waste my time out there in case it's bad. And it was sloppy in spots, yeah. but I always thought, I'm getting wet anyway. Yeah. It's not like I'm going to out. I went out for eight and then I came back and did a couple on the, the parkway, but I'm out for eight. Even if I it was a torrential downpour, I was only out for eight. So it's like an yeah. hour and a half at the tops. It isn't yeah. going to kill me. So, you know. It's not worth for me to keep taking chances on 
jackets that are 200 plus. Yeah, and and that's kind of what I've come to realize too. Yeah. All right, moving on, staying on the torso side. And again, I apologize, we don't have a uh, a, a lady on here, and that was the plan. So we're, I'm going to keep throwing that in there because I feel horrible. I really do um, because it's important. Um, but the next one we're going to talk about, shirts. And again, I'm one of those guys, if I find something I like, it's hard to get away from. Yeah. I'm a gear guy. I love gear probably more than I should. But nothing has come out lately that truly knocks my socks off. And I'm hoping that changes. Yeah. Um, but I'll let – I. I it's your turn. I led with jackets. You get a lead with shirts. Well, uh, I've got nothing. You got no shirts? I, you don't wear shirts? So, sure. So, no, so I, Preston runs topless. Yeah, well, except I've got, with jacket. Yeah. So, I do not care about shirts. Uh, it's kind of weird, I know. But I every shirt I wear, is like training, is just like a shirt I got at a race. And I just, if, if it chafes, <sighs> I, I don't really... It doesn't bug me. I just put on squirrels nut butter, <laughs> and I, I roll with it. And so I'm, I'm, sure I'm so guy. sorry, folks, but but you just found out my dirty secret in running <laughs> is I do not care. I mean, I've worn an NWO Wolfpack shirt at a hundred miler. You wore a Hulk wore, shirt. Right? I wore a Ric Flair Rick, shirt. Oh, that's right. At hundred miles, didn't you wear? I didn't. Okay. No, I couldn't. Oh, well, I did wear. A, you're right. I did wear a I Macho okay. Man shirt. <laughs> I was like, you're right. What? You're right. All right. So that kind of gives you an idea of you how tested picky my stocking I am. skills no, right there. How picky I am with. Uh, with shirts i don't care sorry and i'm a shirt guy because i really like shirts i'm talking all shirts daily shirts work shirts running shirts but i like the running stuff so i've got a few and again if you look i've got all these in one i've in a couple i've got multiple colors because i'm i it's a chafe thing it's a seam thing it's a weight thing it's a nipple bugging thing it's where the seams are i mean there's so many things when i look at a shirt so I've got one, two, three, four Ooh, shirts on man. here. Makes up for me having zero. That's right. I pull. I'm pulling. I'm pulling us back out here. Okay. So the first one is a company I've actually. Um, I, well, they got two shirts actually that I like, um, and I was really surprised when they first approached me and Joel a couple of years ago. Path Projects. Okay. okay. They approached us and they said, "Hey, we want to have you guys check out our shirts. We're brand new." I looked on their website and I thought, okay, we'll try it. But they're kind of, you know, just like a cotton shirt, four-way stretch. You know, they had three colors, no nothing on them. I'm like, send us a pair or send us a couple shirts. We'll try it out. The minute I put that shirt on, I was in heaven. And I thought, but will I run in it, though, right? Because it's not the, the, the tech material that I'm used to. But Path Projects, they're Cascade short sleeve shirt. And, again, this is like literally like a T-shirt. You wouldn't know if I wore one because I have a teeny logo on the corner, which also I think is awesome. Not good for marketing, but super cool. They're 36 bucks. Okay. So it's not like a cheap T-shirt. No. But um, I wear them as like a shirt all the time. Super comfortable, super good fit. They're like 4.8 ounces for all those people out there. They only have a few colors. And I've been wearing them running lately. Okay. And I love it. I mean, you don't chafe in them because of the material, and they're so soft. They breathe well. They wick the sweat away. So hats off to them. They also have one of my all-time favorite just – I was going to wear it. I wore it once or twice running um, because it's a long sleeve. It's the Pyrenees long sleeve. It's hooded. They have a lightweight and a midweight, 6.7 ounces, so not much more weight, but it's 62 bucks. But I can wear this thing anywhere. It's so comfortable. I could sleep in it if I didn't run hot at night, right? Um, so they make some incredible stuff. Great company, quality products. I've had them for years. So I go there 
and a company we also have had on before, which is Rabbit. They make some good stuff. Now, when I talk about Rabbit, I'm not a huge fan of their knit stuff Mm -hmm. because that's the stuff that doesn't feel good next to skin to me. Yeah. And there's some really cool stuff they make that way, but they've made like a McQueen sleeveless. They've got the Welcome to the Gun Show tank, which I'm not a huge tank guy. Yeah. But I'm not against them either. Well, you, you got know? some good like, guns to Like show if it's off, a good Friday so. night, you know, and I'm feeling yeah. frisky, I'll Wear go downtown it. with my tank. You know yeah. what I mean? 25th Street with yeah. the tank on. Totally. Ready to roll. But that's a good, it's like 40 bucks, um, but they're they're fantastic. And then we'll go back to my, my standby. I think... This brand is the brand that I've, besides Pearl Azumi, I had everything Pearl for years because I love their stuff, is Patagonia. Um, I've been wearing their Air Chaser shirt a lot. It's 3.1 ounces. It's a polyester, super comfortable fit, comes in at 49 bucks. And the next one, I just barely got one because I wasn't sure. But when I started wearing the Path shirt, mm-hmm. because of more of the, I don't know, the, the cottony type feel, it's their Capoline Cool Trail shirt. Um, and I wore that. It's 4.6 ounces. I wore that to Antelope Island a couple weeks ago. Had that on with a Houdini, and I made the first climb and took my Houdini off and just wore that T-shirt the rest of the day. It was amazing. No chafe issues. Super breathable. Had a pack on. I couldn't tell any rubbing on the yeah. pack. Um, so I think those are right now my four go-to shirts, and I'm hoping more come out because I really like to try new stuff. Patagonia will come out with their stuff in the spring. Um, I'm hoping that um, Rabbit, they're they're getting pretty slim right now. Yeah. The time they've come out with jackets and pants, which is totally great because of the type of company they are, a little smaller. But I'm hoping they really knock my socks off in the spring because yeah. I really do like it. And I love supporting companies like a Rabbit, that it's kind of a local thing from runners. Same with Path. They're just a, some, some dudes doing that. And Patagonia, I just like those guys and whatever your opinion is on that. But. I don't really jump, you know, some shirts too. Like I like Solomon, but they're, they're so crazy Euro fitted most yeah, of the time. They are. It's really, really hard yeah. um, to get over my biceps cause they're bulging. But, um, some of that stuff's difficult. Yeah. One, well, like, I guess maybe that's why, I mean, here in, in the Ogden area, we have Amr sports, which is the, the United States affiliate distributor of all things Solomon. So we have their outlet here. So I tend to have a lot of Solomon gear just cause it's cheaper. Uh, and, any shirt, any tech shirt of theirs that I've gotten, I, I haven't loved. Um, and, and I probably do need to start buying some nicer shirts, uh, but I just haven't yet because I'd rather spend it on shoes or something that I feel like I have to have. And so, I think for me with shirts, it's because I probably wear – that's what I wear the most of, mm-hmm. right? Because it's like you can wear a it's jacket. True. You don't have to wash it. You yeah. don't wear them as much. But for me, it's like shirts I use yeah, a lot. Yeah, you, you do. And, again, I, I'll i just be that way. I'm just a gear guy. I love new stuff. Once people come out with new stuff, I'm the first guy that wants to try it, usually. Yeah. Sometimes I look at it and go, why would you do that, right? But yeah. They're smarter than I am, for sure. <laughs> All right, we're moving on. We're going to start creeping down a little bit. We're going to go to the short section. And I honestly, I wear three pairs, three styles of shorts, period. Like, I just don't stray in the short category. I've bought a couple, but I don't really wear them. Um, I'm going to... I'm going to lead off with shorts. The number one short for me still is my Pearl Azumis. Okay. Because I have so many pair of yeah. them. They just, I've had them for so long, they just don't melt. They don't go bad. So, But you can't get them, so I'm going to leave it off the list. Now, but I think the number one for me still is the Patagonia Strider Pro. That 5-inch short, they have these awesome pockets I talked about earlier. I can stick a Houdini in the side mesh pocket mm-hmm. and not even know it's there. I, don't t- I hate tying stuff around my waist. I just hate it. Um in my pack, I hate tacking my pack off to grab something. If I have it in that pocket, it's right there easy. They are 69 bucks, but I know I've had a, a 
my shorts. The only reason I buy new shorts is because colors come out. Yeah. Because I'm I, I dig it. So I've had some Patagonia Strider Pro Five for oh my gosh seven years. So I'm talking sixty nine bucks. That's ten bucks a year. For yeah. That pair of shorts, easy purchase. So I try and look at it as if it's a pair of shorts that's going to last me a year, I wouldn't spend seventy bucks for sure. Right. Yeah. Um, but if these shorts last. The second thing is sometimes they tweak them just a little. There was three years ago, they changed the short just a little bit to where the crotch area they wanted to put, I want to say it's like a mesh more breathable for the, uh-huh. for the, for the stuff. Yeah. Right. But there was four seams literally down in that area. And but I wore, nice. oh God, <laughs> I did a hot summer run with Joel up at Snow Basin. Got even hotter. Oh, it wasn't even the heat that was the problem. <laughs> it was the the chaffage. Yeah. And the, like someone was biting me with braces or something, yeah. you know. It was horrible. And then the next year they, I don't know if they took feedback. Cause I didn't comment. I'm like, I'm out. But the next year they went back to a little bit better yeah. crotch design, which I appreciate. Um, so that's my favorite go-to. I love it. And then the next one coming in, again, is from Rabbit. It's the FKT. That five inch short again, it's got great pockets. It still comes in at sixty five. Um and those I think those two I always have my pearls, but I think those two for me, I, I wouldn't stray from them and I'm probably more picky on shorts because it's a to me it's a the liner. Right? Because yeah. I hate line I like a I wear I don't wear um those shorts, those tight ones. Yeah. Like the spandex uh-huh. and biker type shorts. I probably should for chafing. And I actually bought a pair from uh, Run just recently. Okay. But I haven't worn them yet. Um, but I, I like, it has to be a good liner. I don't like the longer liners, like the jockey short ones or the bot, the tight ones. I have to have a good snuggy liner, but yeah. then it's also about the material. So For sure. I, when I find something, those are ones I, I, I don't feel comfortable sending back. If I try them on, I feel really uncomfortable. Yeah. Like I just, I'm like, I don't dare send these back. Cause you're that's a good just, guy. That's just mean. Yeah. Right. It is. And it's not that I couldn't, and I'm sure they would accept them, but I know they're not going to wash them. No. Cause then they don't look new. Yeah. And I don't want someone doing that no so i just keep them or give them i don't even give them away i usually just keep them in a box and after a few years throw them in the trash or something so i think those are mine and again for me it's it's also about the pockets you know that way i can put a phone or a key or a credit card or a driver's license or you know a jacket but if it doesn't have pockets i, I won't wear them yeah because you just need at least one and i don't yeah, like those ones that, like the old swim trunks that have that mesh pocket on the inside to drop a key in. Yeah, those are the worst design. They're not in the world. functional at all. Yeah, even for swimming, they're not, not functional. No, not at all. They don't do the job ever. I don't know who thought that was a good idea. Probably the first guy that from OP, Prob- Ocean yeah. Pacific, with the corduroy short. Guy. Yeah, <laughs> probably killed it, man. I, probably. Yeah, those were huggy, there huggy you go. ones. I look back at some photos in my corduroy shorts, and I'm like, wow, I was off to a good start as a young fella. <laughs> yeah, you were. <laughs> I don't know what happened, but you know. Uh, what do you got short wise? Okay, so this is to give you guys that are laughing at me over my shirt, my hot take with the shirts. Uh, up until recently, uh, I didn't really care much about shorts either. Uh, it's only about the last year that I started to say, hey, maybe I should get a nicer pair of shorts. And the first pair that I tried, uh, big shocker here, uh, you know, going out on a limb, but the, the Rabbit FKT shorts. Yeah, yeah that's what length? The, the five inch. Oh, yeah, that's such a good length it, for it's me. It's a good length for me as yeah. well. And I, I like the pockets. The liner material is soft because mm-hmm. um, I like, you know, the liner is a big deal, right? You got to have something that's comfortable and that rides well. Uh, so I it's what I've worn to, to all my races this year, and I, I've loved them. Uh, 
just their durable material, comfortable material with pockets. And since you brought them up, the only thing I would change about Rabbit is their fit just a little bit. Would you? I still think they kind of cater more towards a Roadrunner body. Yeah. And I'm not thick. Like, I can wear these other shorts in different sizes, but the Rabbit FKT seemed just a little, little tighter. bit tighter. Yeah, you know? I, I would agree. And I, I kind of like a tighter fit um, around the waist, at least. Yeah. So I, oh, yeah. Because, you know, I get in these races and... You just start shoving stuff everywhere, right? You're putting stuff in your pockets. You're carrying as, you know, like, oh, I need this. And you put it in your pocket. And if they don't fit right, they start falling down on me. So I I like the tighter fit, but they do, they definitely fit a little tighter. And I like a tighter fit, like I said, if I'm on the town. Yeah. When I'm trying to send the vibe, right? But I'm I'm always trying to give off the vibe. Yeah. When I'm on the trail, I don't like to send out the vibe (laughs) because I'm up in the mountains alone. I don't know who's watching, right? I don't want to, I don't want to send the wrong vibe. Yeah. And then the other thing that I've done, um, so other than wearing just those rabbit FKT shorts is I've cut the liners out of a lot of my shorts yeah. and started to wear a nice pair of compression yeah, underwear. Yeah, that's what I was coming out with. And, and so the one that I've loved has been from Saks. Oh, yeah. S-A-X-X. Um, and it's their kinetic pair. I got and, some of those. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they're $40. Uh, they're, they're really great if you don't like shorts with liners or if you don't want to spend money on shorts and you want to spend money on a more versatile like underwear that you could wear besides just running. Like the uh, prom. Yeah, at the prom, yeah. for sure. They make you feel good. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And you never know. It's prom. Got, and again, sorry, ladies, but this is obviously a guy thing. It's it's a total guy product, right? Yeah. The oh, Saks yeah. underwear. Well, I guess women so could wear it. They could wear it, but it's, yeah. It's Use got that some as a features. pocket for storage. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> it's got some features that are definitely geared towards men. Um, but they're super comfortable. I wore a, I wore Saks uh, underneath some shorts uh, at Hurt. And Hurt, the Hurt 100, famous for people chafing terribly. Oh, yeah. And I did not chafe at all. Nice. It was awesome. So they, they work really well, and they're super comfortable. Yeah, and I've, I, when you say that, I've got some. And that's what I actually am going to try and do in a couple pair of my shorts because I have, you know, a lot in a certain style. I'm going to uh-huh. cut a liner because sometimes I do have chafing issues. Yeah. And I, I, I will lube, and we'll get to that. I lube up. Like, I'm a... I'm a lube lubologist. Dude. Oh, I am. A, I'm a master yeah. lubologist, actually. I was into lube before lube was good. You've got your right? tongue depressor ready to go. Oh, yeah. I got it. It's more of a putty knife, really. I go to Home <laughs> just, Depot and just grab the putty knives, man. And that's just the way go to for do it. it. Yeah, just spackle it on yeah. there. You know, you never know how much yeah. you're going to need. I got stuck in a trail with Scott Hyman. We did the Highline Trail. I resulted in chapstick. And it chapstick? Was, yeah, because I, was ch- I had nothing. We're in the, like, mile whatever we're just kind of out and i have nothing so i had a thing of chapstick chapstick on the nips it was on the yeah. in the yeah. nether region and the funny part is like an hour or two later i damn near put the chapstick on my mouth i like pulled it out <laughs> and i got it i got the lid off before i'm like hold on you tried to give it to scott don't lie yeah, that's funny. you're like hey, hey scott here you, you go some bud this, yeah you need some so, chapstick yeah yeah um, but yeah i've been trying the liner thing that's why i said i got some run ones i like their gear i think they've they've really done a good job um, I've got some. My problem is I don't like them too short because uh-huh. then they kind of bunch up in there. But I don't like them really hanging down to my knees. Yeah. And if you've ever seen me, my body, which I hope many of you haven't, I've got – my legs aren't long. Yeah. Right? I mean, I'm a, I'm a sturdy-built fella. Um, side note, I'm down 24 pounds since September 1, so suck on that, That's pretty people. good. But yeah, I just don't have long legs. So when I get a longer short, yeah. it, it just it doesn't work. I don't like it. Mm-hmm. Right? Like when I run, I like to see my quads. 
Yeah. And if they're covered, I don't feel so sexy. Yeah, you can't show it off. Yeah, I'm like, I know there's a muscle under that, Yeah, but you yeah. can't see it. I so. mean, realistically, on your next driver's license, you need to, like, get a picture of your quad flexed. And That'd just be awesome. It as your picture. That'd be awesome when yeah. the cop pulls you over. Yeah. Uh, that's not you. Uh, sir, can I take my pants off Let real quick? And you. I'll show you that yeah. to me. Look at this quad. Um, yeah, so that's a good one. I like that because I have Saks, and there's another company before Saks. It was like one of the first ones that came out, and I have all their, their stuff, and I can't even remember their name now, but it was right before Saks, and I can't even remember their name, so I apologize, but it was kind of in that. My Package. That's what they're called. The My okay. Package is yeah. a brand, and I have a lot of their stuff, just everyday wear, too. Yep. So is that, are you good with shorts? Is that your yeah, shorts? Yeah, that's my shorts. So just the Rabbit FKT 5-inchers and then the Saks underwear. So that's and do you what have I pants? Do. Uh, so I, I just buy cheap tights. Yeah. I, I'll, so I have a pair of just like Solomon tights that, okay. that works. I, I, I've worn tights like four times over the last year, counting January till now. That's three more times than I have. Yeah. Actually four more times. And, I'm wearing <laughs> And now that I, I've lost a little bit of weight as well, it, I definitely am colder, mm-hmm. but I just need, I don't need it as much. Yeah. And I have yeah. a few pair of pants. I didn't, I didn't cover any for the show and I know a lot of more people wear pants than I do. I just don't like to run in pants, but I've got some older pearls. I do have some Solomons and I have some Patagonias. Yeah. And if it doesn't drop below 10, it doesn't interest me. Yeah. If it gets below 10, I, I think about it. But if for me, even at that degree, it's got to be super thin. Yeah. I can't have the the thicker ones. And, I mean, let's face it, I don't even like how I look in tights. Yeah. So I know for years I would put shorts over the tights. You're that I didn't guy. Like, I yeah. was for a while. Yeah. And then Joel started Given me some stuff, right? Reservedly so. Yeah, and I get yeah. it now. I get it, but I felt like I was doing everybody else a justice. Yeah, so I'm like, I'll take one for the team for you guys, for sure. Right? Um, and then I started wearing pants without shorts, and I'm like, I just don't like it. I don't know. I still don't. I still couldn't be the compression short guy with nothing over it, though. Oh, I could never do that. I know a lot of people do it, and I'm fine with. I'm fine with people doing it. Yeah. I can't do that. And um, yeah, it's not gonna be. Yeah, I, I couldn't be that guy. As far as what I've done in the past with pants is I've just bought like the cheap track pants, like the the ten dollar yeah. ones. It, like if it gets real bad weather, like at Rufa last year, I wore the this pair of ten dollar pants just. Put they, over. They're like water resistant material, yeah. and just put them over whatever I'm wearing. Because if it's that cold, then I need pants. Yeah. And I mean, yeah. Yeah, and it, I've I've got a few of the baggier. Joel got me into that. He's like, dude, we're getting old. We can't wear tights anymore. Yeah. So I bought. He talked me into buying a pair of like looser fit ones. Uh-huh. I just don't like them. Yeah. I'm like, why would I run in pants any at this level? Like tights, I can get because you don't really feel it. But yeah. if there's some slack anywhere. I'm like. Sounds like I'm running in corduroys, man. Yeah. It's like, what's that? Someone following me? I'm like, that, oh, that's my that thighs. Swish, that swish, yeah. swish, swish, swish. Yeah. Yeah. So next up, um, we're going to move down just a little bit. We're not going to cover knee braces or knee pads. We're going to go to socks. And I'm a sock guy, period. Love socks. Love socks. Uh, they never have to match anything. That's my rule. Like, I could wear something to work that's really nice, and my socks don't even come close. Like, not even close to the palette level. So I'm, I don't think they ever have to match so for me, socks, running socks, I like no-shows my best, my okay. favorite. I don't like covering my legs at all. So I wear a lot of features socks. Um, probably my favorite still are the features. I did uh, Smart Wool, and I did another brand for a while, and I'm not going to mention, but they kept ripping on me in the same spot. Uh-huh. And even when I tried to, because it's like, oh, lifetime warrant, I just feel uncomfortable doing that yeah. too. It's like I've had them for you know six months. I don't need it. I'll just buy a pair. Yeah. 
but my all-time favorite socks are Stance, and now they've actually got a better running sock. Do they? Um, and it's more of a crew. Okay. And I still love it. I wore it to Antelope Island, and I ran it. <clears throat> it was my, you know, I did a six, did a 25k loop, and absolutely loved them. So I might be wearing more crew socks this year because Stance are my favorite socks. Period. The classic version. I'll buy every color I can find. Yeah. But those are probably the two I just stick with. I know they work. I don't do toe socks. I've tried it, people. I don't like it. I'll never use it. Um, but I love the features. I've, I don't get blisters still. Yeah. I mean, I've had a couple times where I have, but I think that was more of a shoe issue than a sock issue. Mm-hmm. Um, and, again, I, I do the lube stuff once in a while if I know it's going to be a gnarly day. Or I do a powder issue that I deal yeah. with. So How much are those stance socks? <sighs> 15 16 okay. bucks, something like that. Yeah. yeah it's, not, it's not too steep. When you consider how much you probably use them, I, I, I don't know longevity of the running socks. I, like I said, I've only wore that one once. Mm-hmm. I have a pair from like a year and a half ago that's a crew. I don't have any problems with like quality-wise. Yeah. Um, and I just love, love them. So. And the feature socks are probably in the same boat. I think a yeah. good sock like in that realm yeah. is around 15 bucks ish Always. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I've always been a sock guy. So just playing sports growing up, I always – the Nike Elite basketball socks, I always bought those. I always liked having a nice pair of socks because I, th- I think it's a big deal. Yeah. And I've never had blister problems, so I I don't get too picky with them, but I have to have a good sock. Yeah. And my go-to is a feature sock, the if the Elite Light Cushion, the Crew. I love yeah. Crew socks. Um, I think that's just my, my generation likes the higher sock anyways because uh, you're so old. You know, that was, that was I don't an old know person they, joke. I don't think they made no-shows for my age group. I think what? that's a newer thing. Is it? I, well, I, I take for the girls they did because they had the little pom-pom on okay. the heel. Like it was All a right. no-show with like a colored <laughs> pom-pom. I remember those. And I was jealous the ladies got them, and I knew you I couldn't pull them. it up. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'll throw a, yeah. I put a pom-pom beanie, throw my pom-pom booty socks on. <laughs> All right. No, so I, I love the feature socks. I've worn stance socks, just wearing them around, but never the run socks. That's yeah. why I was asking you the I price. I love them. Yeah. Um, and then I've worn the Njinjis. Mm-hmm. Um, the only pairs I've ever worn, I got for free. Yep, I've, I've worn Dry Max. Only pairs I've ever gotten, got I've gotten for free. Um, and they're good socks. Yeah. Uh, the Dry Max are just a little bit too thick for me, though. The features are thick enough, but thin, they're just a good sock for yeah. me. And the Njinjis are fine. I just don't like taking the time to put them over every single toe. Oh they don't God. bug me. They bug me, but, and I don't have the patience. Yeah. Um, I start sweat. Like, I'll break into a sweat putting them on. Yeah. It's just it, like, this is a lot of work. It is. and But if you're that person that has problems with blisters on your toes, I think it's a great option. Yeah. I'm just not that person. Oh, I've, I've, uh, I know people that, like, can't run yeah, without them, and, and I'm fine with it. And so can't. if you're that person, if you're looking for something to relieve your toe blisters, go ahead and pick yourself up a pair in a, a pair of Njinjis because they are a good sock. They're yeah. good material. They're quality. Oh, yeah. I, I wear them. But my go-to is features. I've been wearing those for years, and they last a really long time. I can beat them up. Um, I've still got pairs that are probably two or three years old that I still have in my rotation. So when you're paying $17 for a pair of socks that will last three years, that's a pretty good deal. No, I agree. I'm a, I, I, that's why when you talk shoes and I say, that's like 50 cents a mile, yeah. I, I break down the pricing. Like yeah. People say, you spent how much? I'm like, yeah, but how much do I use it? Mm-hmm. Right? I mean, it's the same thing. Is that good on socks? Oh, yeah. All right, now we're going to go into nutrition, and this okay. is this is this is like Pandora's box of, it's getting worse, folks. I mean, I have seen <laughs> so many people debating now on plant-based diets that it makes me want to vomit, you know, because there's that the Game Changers film, yeah. and now there's so many podcasts talking. Joe Rogan's on board and yeah. talking about back and forth, and I don't want to get down into the weeds. My thing is, 
if it works for you and you want to do something, just do it. Yeah. My opinion doesn't matter. Your opinion doesn't matter. What I, if you're a meat eater, if you're not a meat eater, man. I think the one thing that we can all agree on is that we don't need to be eating as much sugar as we do. I would agree to that, but I'm sure there's like right. elf out it, there that puts syrup on his, <laughs> his noodles, you know, but just eats Oreos all the time. I think, I think my problem is people just want you to, this well, is the way to do it. Yeah. If you're not doing it, you're stupid. You're wrong. You're not yeah. healthy. And I'm like, I disagree with that. You know, I think if it works for you, awesome, but don't force it on people. And I think that there's, there's good and bad about everything that we do. It's just, you can find what works for you. Exactly. I've done a bunch of different diets. Oh, yeah. A bunch of different things. And right now, I'm the happiest I've ever been. I won't say what I'm doing because it's kind of funny. Um, well, I will say what I'm doing. I'm on Weight Watchers, folks. There's um, and it's that. balanced. It, it, it works for me, right? But I, I've done the high fat, low carb. I've never done anything just straight vegan just because mm-hmm. I don't think it would work for me. Um, but, you know, there everybody's got opinions and it's because it works it, your body's different than mine yep and your lifestyle your lifestyle and it's it's all about finding that balance to be the healthiest you and however you get to it i i'm all for it well i think for me it's always the debates right yeah. it's like oh well our ancestors didn't wear shoes i'm like because well, they didn't have any you can't tell me some dude didn't want a pair when he's walking in thorns right yeah and i understand his feet got hard or well, we always ate this because that's what was healthy. I'm like, no, because they didn't have access to this, Yeah. right? So it's not a matter of what we used to do. I'm not saying anything works or doesn't work. I just am to the point now where I'm just so over people forcing and debating and getting so mad at people for doing stuff. Like I've yeah. had someone get mad at me. I can't believe you'd eat that. I'm like, well, I like it. Yeah. <laughs> when I, you know, one of my, I have several friends with all different kinds of diet. See, I knew you had more uh, than ideas. eight. Several. more than well, eight. Well, no, just <laughs> more than eight. No, I just have some, some very opinionated friends with diets, but my favorite part about them is they, they don't force it on no. me. You know, a uh, good friend of the show, good friend of mine, yours, Trevor Fuchs. Yeah, yeah. I, vegan. Yep. 100%. Absolutely. And he does not shame anybody for, for doing anything else. He obviously thinks what he's doing is best for him. Yep. And, and that's, that's, all, that's day, what that matters. Yeah. yeah. Like I'm eating a certain way since September. I've lost 20 something pounds. I sleep good. I feel yeah. good. I'm happy. My skin is glowing folks. Yeah. Right. And I still eat cheese curds. So yeah. how's that? So nutrition and reason I'm bringing that up, I know we went off, but nutrition's <laughs> the same way, right? Because when I first started, there wasn't a lot of choices, right? There was a few choices. So you're Plain asking what, what works for you, what works for you, and I just tried it, right? I'm like, okay, hammer, okay, goo, I'll try it, okay, shot block, whatever it is. So when I bring up nutrition, this is what works for me. And I think the greatest thing, too, when we're doing this, we're not sponsored by any of these. I'm not. I don't know. You're, Definitely yeah, not. So we're not sponsored by any of these things. We just do them because it works for us. So when we talk nutrition, I just came across a new thing that I haven't – I'm going to tell you, I haven't used it in a race. I haven't used it in long stuff, but I love the concept of it. They're called Lifty Bites. Okay. And they're out of Utah, and I found them at a, at a show. And what it is, it's just these little squares. You know, they almost look like a mint, but they're um, they're sold online. Um, there's some local stuff. And the base of it, they're a fruit and nut-based energy bite. So um, it fits, it's super teeny, and it's it's they basically like a fuel for your adventure. Um, some of the facts on it, it's, man, I wish it's hard to do over the phone, but if I had to say a size, I'm thinking probably a little bit bigger than a silver dollar size. So maybe about like a Reese's mini peanut butter cup or 
Yeah, like it's the small, small one. It's that's individually maybe packaged or it's, a little bigger. It's between the Reese's Mini and the normal Reese's. Okay, so it's in that realm, um, and they're 120 calories for one. Okay, they weigh an ounce. Okay. So it's not like you're packing a lot of weight for 150 calories. 12 percent, you know, there's there's it's got nine grams of fat. It's got uh, 80 milligrams of sodium, eight grams of carbs, five grams of protein. So it's not necessarily something that's you know you want it. it's not like a bar yeah. but i think they're small enough and they're not too sweet and they're not too salty they have a few different flavors i love them but i'm gonna start testing them more but i think that's one people should try if they're into something new and then i don't nutrition wise i'll, I'll i dabble i don't really like gels as much as i can but mm-hmm. i have some you know i've got a jar of them up here that i yeah. grab once in a while i couldn't do a strictly gel but scratch hydration to me is ridiculously good works for me better than any of the others Lemon lime I'll take, and the bang is a passion fruit one. Mm-hmm. Those are the two I stand by, and then scratch recovery. Yeah, I, lo- I love first endurance recovery, but I think scratch right now for me, their products are the best on my stomach, okay. and and I like it too because they're not too sweet and just more water dilutes the, the taste a little bit. Um, but just be careful when you're using their hydration because I had a problem years ago that I kept cramping because there was so much electrolyte and i wouldn't put enough water with it uh-huh. and so it was basically sucking water from my body yeah. to process it. but those three things is my what i'm going to try i have a 50k in january uh down in uh, moab and i'm just going to have lifty bites and scratch hydration and that's it i'm going to yeah. try it that's gonna be my test that'll be good um, some with those lifty bites how how are they in your mouth like as far as chewing them they're are not they, bad they're not like super dense like are a, they kind of they're, they're not, not like a cliff bar or granola no okay no no they're um, that's the whole thing. And some of them have like a little bit of yogurt drizzled on okay. them a little bit. So the flavors and they go down easy. Oh my God. Yeah. So easy. It's not like you need a whole 12 ounces to get them. Yeah, out. Yeah. And I guess where you're just going to eat one little bite. That's 150 yeah. calories. That's easy. That's super easy. Yeah. And even packable. Right. Uh-huh. And they're not like gel packs can get messy. And I Very. take a little, I take always a little Ziploc bag yeah, and I put my gym in this one. It's yeah. not messy. It's not sticky. It's light. Um, it's small, and I think 150 calories, that's more than a gel, pretty much, and, yeah. it, and it goes down 10 times easier, and I don't get the, I don't foresee myself getting the over sugar yeah. or too savory, Yeah. right, like some of the stuff, and Scratch makes a great, like a bar to eat, but I mm-hmm. wouldn't, I wouldn't necessarily take them on a race. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think, I think these Lifty Bites, just, and I'm going to tell people to check them out, I've got no affiliation with them, like I said, I met them. It's just uh, I'm trying to find their I have their website right now, but my fantasy football scores popped up. Uh, Lifty L I F T I E Bites dot com, um, and they've got peanut butter dark Alpine yogurt, their original base camp, and sea salt caramel. Okay. That one is money. Dude. Okay, <laughs> that one is so good. Um, it's got dates, berries, nuts, kosher yeah. salt. I don't think that you know too. There's just a lot in them, and they're goodness. So that's that's kind of my nutrition side. Okay. Well, my nutrition side is, uh, I guess you could even call it a little bit boring with everything that's out there right now because there are so many different things. Um, my go-to uh, in racing and training is always the Goo Roctane drink mix. Oh, yeah. Um, so I – two flavors. Uh, one has caffeine, one doesn't. So I use the lemon berry, which has caffeine, and the grape, which is non-caffeinated. I uh, just try to sometimes early in the race, I try to avoid caffeine, so I'll use the grape. But so I buy it in the big jar. It's a three and a half pound jar uh, for thirty seven ninety nine. Nice. Um, and I just two scoops of that in in your flask is two hundred and fifty calories with a ton of electrolytes. Usually can avoid taking a ton of salt if I if I'm drinking that. 
And so I, I try to. Which do, flavor do you like? So I like the lemonberry uh-huh. and the grape. Okay. So those are my go-tos. I like the, the, the summit tea. A lot of people favorite. like. Yeah. yeah. I, I just haven't tried it yet. That's my favorite. Um, it, but the thing about it, and I mean, you always hear the pros that use the stuff say, "Oh, it, it goes down so smooth. It's so it's, it's something I can drink all day." It really is a subtle flavor for 250 calories yeah. in an 18 ounce flask. It really doesn't taste that sugary. Yeah. I was able to drink it all day at Bear this year. I was a, I've been able to drink it every race all year long, and going back to to even last year, it's worked for me all day. So that's my go-to. And then gels, I just try to find what's working. Generally, it's just been regular goo gels, which are 100 calories in in a packet, and they've been fine for me. Um, this last summer, I experimented a little bit with spring. Um, with the spring oh, energy. I, oh, sorry. I'm going to yeah. go back. I okay. like that stuff. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. like that stuff. So funny story with it is I went on this weird adventure run with Shane Martin, um, and we were in the Uintas. We, we did this big ridge link up, and I took some spring to try. And it worked really well, but it was hard to tell because we were moving real slow because it was a lot of just stuff that I'm not fast at. Yeah. And it worked for me all day. We were out there forever, like eight hours or something. Didn't go very far at all. <laughs> it was fun though, and I didn't use it after that. That was like in July. I didn't use it at all after that. But I was like, oh, that worked pretty good. And right before the bear, Shane texts me and he's like, Hey, I'm I'm down at I can't even remember what running shop he was at. Do you want me to pick you up some spring? Because I I was out and the the Utah running shop was out. They had some back order issues with Spring Energy night nationwide right before Bear and Wasatch. So a lot of runners were real happy about that. <laughs> but so they didn't have any, he found some and he picked me up like 12 spring gels and I was just going to use that as backup at bear. Well, I got sugared out at yeah. bear after about, I, I think I was at Tony Grove and I was just done with goo, the regular gels. I was still able to drink my drink, which was perfect. Um, but I couldn't eat another goo gel. And so I had those spring gels, uh, the speed nut flavor, mm-hmm. which is that's 250 calories in a gel folks. That's and it's it goes down. Stout. It goes down easy. I'm the and mango it, one. Yeah, that's my favorite. The the Hill Aid, right? I think that's the mango one. That's the other one I had. They both have caffeine, and and without those gels, I don't have the day that I had it there. They because they're a little they're a little sour. Uh, the flavor isn't just super sugary. It's yeah. not like they're not sweet, but it's not goo. Yeah. And it just goes down so smooth. I don't love the aftertaste sometimes. Yeah. But they work. And it's, it was good to have another option. I think that's something that's important to remember, always to have s- something that you can go to mm-hmm. if what your primary thing is isn't working. I, like I said, I trained with them one time all summer, and then they saved my, hundred, my big 100-mile race yeah. of the year. I, I, wouldn't have, I wouldn't have been able to finish it as well as I did without having a different option. I'm glad you brought that up because I, I spaced that one because I haven't been using anything for a while. Yeah. So that those are my go-to. So the Roctane drink mix, I buy in bulk because I go through it like crazy. The regular goos, I always will use as long as I can put up with them because they're cheap. Yeah. And they just they work when I'm not getting too much sugar. And then the spring energy was an absolute game changer for me. Is that your nutrition side? That's my nutrition side. All right. So the next section, I call it the miscellaneous bucket. And I'm not going to spend a lot of time with pricing and everything else on this one. I'm going to go down my list, give you a little tidbit about them, because there's, so, there's a lot in the miscellaneous category that I think are fun. I'm just going to start vests. I'm looking for a new one. There's a lot out there. 
hit me up what's the best, right? You go to Ultimate Direction. There's not much right now on their site. Ultra Spire is something I've used always. Solomon's a good fit. <clears throat> I started with Nathan when I was right out of the gate. I just don't want something super bulky. I think vests are always a plus. I've got a quiver of them, you know, whether it's something that I just put a jacket in or something that's going to be for a really long adventure run. Um, next up for me, I'm sorry, folks, Hemp Daddy's CBD oil. I still am a big proponent of that. I still sleep better. I know it does something for me when I'm off it. I can tell. Um, Squirrels Nut Butter has been brought up quite a few times. I'm a religious Squirrels Nut Butter fan. I always have some of that on me. Gotta literally have it. on me. Yeah. Um, but I always have stuff because I have. I love their little teeny sticks. That's super packable if you're going on out on a race. Um, Lumen Belt. We've talked about this in the past. The Lumen from Ultra Spire, the waist belt with the light, such a plus. A little bit outside the box, and this is one that I just bought. It's called Project Re R E Pat P A T. Look them up. I'm super excited. They have different size quilts they'll make you, and you send them in your race shirts, and they will make you a blanket or quilt backing of your color you cut out the shirt you send it to them they make it for you different sizes so how many shirts you have i bought a coupon because you have to buy it and uh-huh. then they send you stuff then you send it into them that comes back and then you can pick the color backing i'm super excited for that because i have That's a lot awesome. of race shirts yeah that just sit in a bin yeah and i'm like i want a blanket right there's something that you take to a race take to whatever yeah. so check project repat and i know there's other groups out there that do it but this is the one i bid on um and I'm excited. And they always have, like, sales. Like, I got mine when they were 50%. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, well, even if I lose on that one, I'm not screwed. But I don't wear my shirts um, hardly ever. Um, so that's one. Um, and I think the last one for me, and I know this is a shameless plug, um, but people do it this time of year because I work for a nonprofit now. Um, people do gifts with nonprofit. You could gift a, a donation to Trail Manners to your favorite trail running listener, and I and I will be happy to shout out to the mountaintops their name on go. the air. Shameless plug, but I just got my bill from Joel today on my website re uh, re up and uh, kind of had a small little mini stroke. I think yeah. is what they're called. Because so I'm going to Disneyland. I'll be in, a week from today. I'll be in Disneyland. Happiest place on earth. So the price of my of my new renewing my website um and this isn't joel's fee this is like to own the website uh-huh. name so yeah don't it's not joel i blame joel yeah he sent it to me this morning did you get this and i looked i'm like no but now i'm not buying churros in disneyland <laughs> thing, or turkey legs or you were gonna you were gonna see whips you were gonna see how many churros you could oh it was today, a competition man yeah. they're like 93 dollars a piece i think yeah, at this I think point so so, so yeah, any any donations you can make to there, we are not tax deductible, so I'll hang my hat on that. Um, but yeah, I think that's a good gift, right? So yeah. that's kind of it on my miscellaneous. And then the last one I think is really cool. I know race directors. I reached out to Jim Skaggs from the Buffalo Run to talk to him about it. But I know another really good thing to do is if you can, a friend, a loved one, whatever, give them give them a, a race entry. You know, if, if you know they want to do a race and you can swing it, see if you can give them a race entry. Because I think those are always always good ones for people. So we'll throw that one in there. And, again, there's so many miscellaneous categories out there. Um, I'm not going to get too far into the weeds, but I think those are the ones for me. Ones that I, I like, I use, I love. So those are my miscellaneous ones. Perfect. So I'll I'll go through this pretty quick because uh, we, we'll touch on some of the same ones. My, my biggest techie gear miscellaneous item that i absolutely love and it was because of this podcast is the lumen 600 oh yeah it's changed my life because i run a lot in the dark Mm -hmm. whether it's early or late 
Uh, and it's just awesome. No cords, rides well, super bright. You can buy rechargeable batteries yeah. so you have multiples to get you through the night of that long night, 100-miler. Um, it's awesome. Uh, I've always been a vest guy, but Solomon's new vests haven't worked for me. Yeah. Um, I'm looking for one that works better. I've still got one that's hanging on by a thread, literally. I think it's two versions ago of the Solomon one. It's red. People think it's orange because it's yep, that I know odd color. You're talking about. Yeah, and, and it's awesome. Um, I'm looking for if you if you know of any of those, tell me so I'll buy some because <laughs> they're awesome. Um, and then let me see. Sorry. Oh, glasses. This came up on the the mm. Trail Manners group uh, combo the other yep. day on Facebook. Um, plug for that. It's it's a safe place, folks. Good place to get some input. Uh, but Julebo glasses have been my go-to. Yep. Uh, I was always wearing a real dark lens. It doesn't work for trail running when you're going in and out of the shadows. Julebo has the reactive lenses. They range in price from 129 to $209. It's been perfect. You can wear them all day long until you put your headlamp on or your waist light like I do or both like yeah, I do. Really. Like I do. <laughs> so anyways, Julebo glasses and then race entries uh, like like Eric said. Uh, great gift to give people. One that I want to try, I ran like 13 or 14 miles at the Antelope Island 50K with Ty Draney. Uh, his race, I think, has like five spots left. Uh, Vaquero Loco 50K. 25K probably has some more spots. Everybody says it's awesome. I haven't talked to anybody that dislikes that race. Best Not race a single person. And then my big ones, my go-tos, the Tushers Mountain Runs. Those races are incredible. 100K distance, 70K distance, marathon, half marathon, something for everybody. They all hit a 12,000-foot peak in Delano Peak. It's rugged, big mountains. They're like the mini San Juans. People, you got to get out there. It's awesome. Uh, And then my go-to 100-miler, the Bear 100, is incredible. Just a classic 100-mile race. Uh, I I hope to be running it this year. I'm trying to see how lottery things fall, but uh, I may be running it. I may not, but I'll for sure be there because I'll be running it. It's a great race, and Eric can tell you it's just magical. Those are my things. Uh, sorry, we got a little long here. No, that's but, good. Uh, no, those races are great. Um, miscellaneous things. I'm I'm put out there too that I'm looking for a utility belt, a waist belt. Ultra Spire. Uh, I've got the the um, Synapse, where okay. one little bottle. Yeah, and I've got the. Uh, Speed Goat, the version before the new one that's okay. about to launch, and yeah. that's a great belt. I saw the advertisement with Carl. Mm-hmm. He's taking dramatic drinks I know. constantly throughout the advertisement. Yeah. Don't was... do too dramatic because <laughs> it's only two small bottles. But, no, I've used the Speed Goat for simply the storage, and I love it. There's no yeah. there's no bounce. The bottles sit at an angle. They're flat. I yeah. love the belt. I've just got to bite the bullet on one. The Ultimate Direction, they have a utility belt. Naked has a belt. Um, I'm sure they're all good, but if you guys have any opinions, please reach out to me because I'm looking for people that have used them a lot. I've gotten several good opinions. I just need to pull the trigger on one because if Solomon's not going to make a vest that I like, I'm, I need to find something else that works for me. Yeah. Well, is that it? That's that's all I've got. I mean, of my page and a half of notes here. Well, well, folks, if you have some ideas, if you have some things that work for you, don't be afraid to share those either on this uh, sync, uh, 
podcast episode 143, our Christmas episode on Facebook. You can put it on our website. Or again, I, I we have another Facebook page. It's the Trail Manners community page. It's it's kind of a private thing. You have to be approved to be in there. Something I can monitor where you can post, where you can ask questions. Um, it's getting a little bit of traction now. We got some f- solid people in there, and that's also a good place to share those things or ideas. Um, because like I'm always looking for stuff. I'm a gear guy. Don't hesitate to send me something. I like to try things. Um, so, yeah, any any feedback you can provide is greatly appreciated. And once more, please understand, I want to apologize for all the female listeners out there. I know some of this stuff absolutely um, can relate, but I know we missed a huge gap there. Please accept my apology. I know we've talked about this before, but sometimes things come up with our guests. I'm not going to say who they are, but they would have been a great source. So I'm going to try and do a supplemental podcast to this if my week works out before I leave to Disneyland. Um, but I really want to do that because we have done that in the past as well. Um, so please be patient. We'll get that out there. I want to thank Preston again for coming on and helping out with this podcast, getting some different opinions, some different ideas. Um, but we're always open to everybody else's as well because, like I said, we say we, I mean everybody out there when I say Trail Matters. It's the so community. It really is, and that's what I want it to be. It's not about me. It's not about Gunner, my dog, even though sometimes he thinks it is. Now that he's on the logo, he thinks he's pretty legit. He's telling he's all his friends. He's kind of a big deal. Yeah, he's telling all his buddies People about it. People know him. Yeah. I mean, he's getting his butt sniffed way more than he used to. Oh. Let's just say that when we're going on walks. Yeah, the dogs are starting to approach him now. So, anyway, Preston, thanks again for coming on. Um, good luck with your lotteries um, throughout the year. And then, everybody, thank you so much for listening to this podcast. It's the Christmas gift episode. If you have any more questions, please feel free to reach out at manners at trailmanners.com. We have a couple more shows before the holidays where I'll be taking a couple weeks off with my family. But uh, thank you again. Happy holidays. And this is Eric with Preston Wood, and we are out. Thank you for listening to the Trail Manners Podcast. I'd like to thank Preston Wood for joining us today with this Christmas gift episode. I also want to encourage everybody for some feedback on their gear and to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Trail Manners or swing by the website at trailmanners.com. There you can hit us up on the contact page. Let us know what you want to see, who you want to hear, or if you would like to be on the show. I love hearing from all of you. And if you could take a minute and leave a rating or review on iTunes or Facebook, I'd appreciate that. And lastly, once again, Trail Manners would love your support via our Patreon account at patreon.com backslash trail manners to keep us alive and kicking. Until next time, this is Eric Manning with Preston Wood reminding you, you don't get what you wish for, you get what you work for. Now go get it.